You are now tuned into the James Grage Theory, episode 28. Failure and fitness, fitness failure, however you want to say it. I think this is going to be a great episode because just like your failure equation in life and success, I have my failure equation in fitness. How does how's that go? You fail. It's very simple, but the only part... Is that the whole equation? No, you know, <laughs> you, you know the part where you have like the V where it's like, okay, you progress or you go, kind of go around it, I stop. And it's not that I stop forever and get into this horrible shape, which I do sometimes, but I lose it kind of completely and then maybe I find something in there um, to reach back out to and uh, maybe like a wedding or some kind of event and then I reach for that again. But I kind of... Um, I failed plenty of times and it's kind of just, I think a lot of people in this episode, I think a lot of our viewers will have the same kind of feeling about it. Um, but before we get started, it's kind of a sad day here at BPI sports, man. I didn't even want to no, bring I it up cause I, I think I could make you cry. I think if I really, really tried, no, I, I can just, get you to cry. No, I just get really sad. That's yeah. Sad. Our boy, um, the big cheese is leaving us after five years yeah, and, fun. uh, on the, on the greener pastures. Yeah, on the greener pastures. I'm I mean, super happy for him. I'm really, I'm always psyched when someone, you know, really figures out, you know, what they want to do and where they want to go in their life. I and mean, that's everything that we talk about here, right? So, I, uh, but at the same time, you know, sad to, to see him go because not only is he an awesome person, but he's someone that you know I've always used as an example here. When people come to me and say, hey, you know, I want to do more, I'm looking for more opportunity, I cite him, him as an example because if you want more opportunity, you want to do more, I always say, just do more. Mm -hmm. Be that guy who always, you know, steps up and does more than, you know, is expected. Do it better, do it faster, and, uh, you know, always go that extra mile, and that's, that's Bill. So Yeah, I think the one thing you notice about Bill immediately, more than I've seen probably with anyone, more than you, more than me, and... There's one person that makes everybody four times, five times better than they actually are when you work with him. Like he automatically makes the team that much better with just his presence. So you bring yeah. this up to try to upset me? Is that what you're I want to make you cry, actually. You no, because I actually, somewhere in there, I think Bill deserves a tribute. He's such a big part of BPI Sports. He's such a big part of us, too, you know? You, I mean, you want to know a cool tribute? So I was looking through old episodes of Games to Gains, mm -hmm. and I can't remember which one it was. It might have been episode one or episode two, but he's in that. I don't know if you remember. So Bill, yeah, 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 yeah. Bill the Big Cheese, he's in there because he's the one who found Kirby. first started talking to Kirby when we were looking at doing gaming. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's... That'll that'll be everlasting as well. For sure. I mean, I I hope he's a part of the family forever. I know he's a part of my family forever. I know he's a part of your family forever. But um, the reason I brought Bill up is because just to show kind of the character that that he had. Getting back to some of these um, goals that we reach for fitness. The first time I got into really really good shape here mm -hmm. was a competition we did. Which by the end of today, I want you to promise our company another competition because that's the only way I'll lose weight. Good weight, you know. Um, I think the prize was $1,500 cash and a two, like a weekend stay in the Keys, which Bill didn't give a shit about the Keys stay, but he did like that money idea. And that was the first time I've seen Bill like turn into a machine, an animal. We always knew he was smart. He was this and that. I didn't know the, his competitive side until that. So what happened was I think it was we did um, partners. Mm -hmm. So my partner Teammate. was teammates. My partner was Mike over there. We came in third place. I'll tell you how we came in third place. Bill lost about 59 pounds, I believe, and he was with Veronica. That was his partner. 
Eddie and and Steve had had a really good, and then me and Mike. I lost about thirty seven pounds, and Mike lost a single pound. His before Mike. and after his before and after picture was the same. If you flipped them, you wouldn't even know. He didn't even get a tan. He didn't even one pound in three months. <laughs> <laughs> and we still came in third place because I had done so. So considering that, right? Considering that you guys did this competition, you're there motivating. Oh, him. Bill won. Bill won, by the way. But I just this this is where you actually have to give me some props. So look at the transformation during games to gains. That's how hard I pushed that dude. Oh, if I if I had <laughs> if I had Mike on camera and we were filming him and he was a part of this regular series episode, I think he cares more about that than. You know, $1,500 or a weekend stay, which whatever. But that was the first time you saw Bill. I guess it was a goal, but he never really lost it after that. He kind of just maintained it. He well, wasn't be- back in the gym every, you know. because well, it's not his thing. It's not his thing. And, you know, I would say that getting in shape is just like accomplishing any other goal. It's the exact same thing. So, you know, one, he had a goal. He had a good motivation for doing it. So he had his own reason for doing it. And so you've got to have a good motivation but two, the reason he was successful is because he had a good game plan and he executed it. And, you know, and people underrate it. It's like, it's kind of the one thing that I hate talking about because nobody wants to hear it. No one wants to hear about goal setting and planning because everyone has this attitude like, well, I know what my goal is, you know, and I know what the plan is. The plan is to eat better and go to the gym. And so that's the, you know, pretty obvious, right? Yeah, that's the game plan. So no one wants to actually take the time. And do it the right way. But if you really can explore your goal and crystallize that vision in your head and find find that reason, something that's compelling, meaningful to you, because you're going to need that. You're especially going to need it when you reach obstacles, which you're going to encounter. And that's what's going to push you past it. So, you know, with Mike, when you guys did the three-month transformation, he only lost a pound. When he worked out with me, how, how many pounds did you lose, Mike? 27 pounds in the same amount of time. And that's because we explored his motivation, which was being a better dad. He wanted to be a good role model, role model for his daughter and also have his health, you know, for his daughter. So that was his motivation. He was willing to do something for her that he wasn't willing to do for himself. So that's the power of having a good motivation. You know, what is your motive? I. Uh, but the other part of it is the game plan, and this this too is underrated because, you know, when you get frustrated, like we're talking about this whole thing, like frustrations in your fitness goals, but it would be the same thing if this was any other goal. We all get frustrated. We all get beat down. Like life can kick your ass. I don't care who you are, and everyone wants to know, like, how do you avoid that? You can't avoid it. I don't care who you are, and you could have, like, you know, this – persona that you know nothing ever bothers you nothing ever weighs on you but stuff weighs on all of us even the best of us the difference is when you have that confidence in yourself to go out there and push back you know and beat it down and ultimately achieve your goals so where does that confidence come from well you you and I've talked about before confidence comes from wins like me I know I can go in the gym whatever my goal is I know I can do it because I've done it over and over and over and over Right? Does it mean that I go don't ever have those periods where I fall off my goals? No. I fall off them all the time, just like everyone else. I'm human. But again, I know that I can go back out there, make that decision, and get back on track again because I've had the successes. I've had the wins. And the wins are what build your confidence in the process. 
And so that's where the plan's important because you're never just going to immediately get that confidence. Like you remember in the first Matrix movie when when uh, Keanu Reeves' character, he they pull him out of the Matrix, right? So he's like awakened. And then he puts him back into the training simulator within the Matrix. And it's the first time he has to jump from one building to the other. And everyone's kind of watching like, is he going to make it? And they're like, no one ever makes it on their first jump. Why didn't he make it? It's because he didn't believe that he could make it. He didn't have that kind of confidence. Right, right. In the beginning, none of us have that kind of confidence. Where does the confidence come from? From achieving it. From achieving it, right, over and over. And so that's where the, the planning comes in. By taking this bigger goal, breaking it down into smaller goals, smaller and smaller, and going through and systematically just checking things off the list. Things that you can just check off, like literally, okay, what's my goal today? All right. My goal is, you know, let me pack my food. All right, end of the day, check. My goal is, you know, to get out there and do, you know, three sets of 10, you know, on bench press. Okay, check. And every time you can check something off the list, you start to build your confidence and your ability to follow this plan. And in a chemical level, I mean, they say whenever you accomplish, you know, something on a checklist, you re- you're releasing these endorphins in there. It feels good. It feels great. Um, now, let me ask you, what happens when these small wins, for example, I'll tell you my story. In two months, I've lost about 19 pounds. I feel great. My clothes are fitting me nicely and everything. But then I, I'm still putting in the same work. I don't want to mess with what was working, but it's not working anymore. Um, I've hit that what you call uh, the plateau. Uh, of sorts maybe my first one but now i'm kind of in the place where i'm not getting those victories like i was and this week was kind of hard yesterday i kind of did not want to go in there um i was a little bit sick as you know i'm a a huge pussy so um but i went in there today and i I felt great and it, it reminded me of if i just don't have any excuses in my fucking head and i just go in there at noon for 45 minutes i'll feel better for the rest of the day and that's the only convincing that i needed now two months ago I would have been like, okay, well, this is an off week for me. <laughs> I've done great for, for three weeks. This is my off week. And then that off week turns into an off month. And then before you know it, you're not, you've lost everything that you've worked hard for in the two months. So what do I do when I stop seeing those wins? You have to put more into it. I would ask you this with the 19 pounds that you've lost, do you feel that you put maximum effort into your training, into your nutrition? Like, is that the best you can give? My, no. So my, so, so, so my point right. is this. My point is that you've gotten great results with, I'm not going to say minimal effort, but by putting a little bit of effort and being right. consistent with it, you've already experienced great results. Now you've maximized these great results with minimal effort. So now it's time to step up your game and take it to the next level. Right. And that's what's going to break you past the plateau. So some of the tips that I was reading, and you tell me if you can agree with kind of breaking through this. I actually read this great book, too. Um, it's called The Dip. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, by Seth Godin. We all hit the plateaus in our lives and quest for health and happiness. Uh, in order to be successful at the task at hand, we need to grind our way through that low point, through mm-hmm. that dip. And that's when you really achieve all your success. Not when you're grinding up here, but when you're in that dip. Not only the low point, but that flat point. I'm not at a low point. I'm at a very flat point right now. What do you think about that? So, you know, those dips, those those flat po- those flat points. And, you know, like, look, it's been raining here this past week, right? Raining every single day. So what happens with all the, the low points? They fill with water and muck and mud. And, you know, and that's, that's the problem with the low points. You know, you just feel like you're trudging through this muck. 
And like I said, we're all human. And sometimes that can be a little bit frustrating, demoralizing. It can get you down. And that's where a lot of people just get frustrated. And, you know, and it's it's an emotional thing too, right? It's not just, you know, having to deal with it. It's how you feel about in that moment as well. And that's what really ultimately stops people. Your reaction to their this. reaction, their emotions. And I, and so that's where, what I've learned to do for myself, and I'm not saying it's easy, but what I do is I kind of just have to put myself in this, like, you know, almost like a soldier mode, you know, it's like you just put your head down just and you troop. just, just trudge forward. Right. And I just don't overthink anything because if I were to sit there and try to analyze that situation at the moment, it's only going to make me feel more down because I don't really have anything good going on at those points. You know, that's why it's called a low point. Right. Right. You know, so I just keep trudging forward, keep trudging towards my goal. And eventually I'm going to crawl out the other side of it. We all go through them. We all go through them. That's why you hear these sayings like this too shall pass. And those are sometimes the things that you got to remind yourself, like, hey, I've been through this before in my life. And if you haven't been through it in your life, the good news is once you go through it once, you can remind yourself the next time you go through another low point and say, I made it through that time and I can make it through again. And that's confidence too, right? Confidence comes from experience. And I think with that experience, just to add to that, I think with that experience, if you get better at anticipating the dip, it won't derail you. Because what I realized after I read this was, no matter what, you're gonna you're gonna hit the dips. Every not the greatest athletes in the world, the greatest businessmen in the world, they hit they all hit dips, they all hit the flat mm-hmm. points. And the ones that like, I mean, I guess your whole speech is the ones that kind of maneuver through that without letting them derail it. That's where my problem is. Yep. Once I hit that dip, my whole train is I go Amtrak it away, you know. So, so just to show you how universal it is, so what we talked about there in Utah, which was that that original turning point diagram so that v if you guys haven't watched it if you're listening right now you can go check it out on youtube what did we list it at i think it was just called the success equation success equation so uh, success, keynote speech yep yep so you can go check that out i but that's really what it's talking about is dealing with problems and they're gonna come no matter what i don't care how great you are how smart you are how great your business plan is it doesn't matter we're all gonna encounter that stuff and I, uh, you know, and there is no way to, you know, it's not like we have these superhuman strengths where we can just block all this stuff out. Sometimes you do. Like, I feel like for the most part, I feel like I've been through enough stuff in my life where I'm conditioned enough that most things don't don't phase me. But you can only handle so much, right? One thing piles on top of another, that old saying, you know, when it rains, it pours. And sometimes we feel like, you know, everything is against us at that point. And it feels very personal, right? Like the universe is attacking us. Right. I, you know, I joke all the time. It's like the universe, you know, I'm giving myself way too much credit. The universe has, you know, way more important things to do right now than, <laughs> right. you know, than to you mess know, with you. Yeah. Like, oh, how am I going to fuck with James today? <laughs> yeah. uh, but it feels that way when it's right. happening. It feels like, you know, all these forces working against you, these invisible forces. And, uh, and it's really easy to get down in that moment. And that's where I, I think one of the things that also helps me in those moments is we do have a tendency to put way more weight on the negative than the positive. So it is important in those moments to remind ourselves of the things that we are appreciative of, right? 
gratitude is an important one. You'll hear a lot of people talking about that. A lot of successful people always reminding themselves things, you know, that they're appreciative of because your attitude determines your altitude. Remember, we right, said that last course. week. Yep. So you do have to remind yourself of all the good things that don't suck because when you're in that mindset, everything sucks, right? It's like, oh, you know, everything's a fucking mess right now. My whole life sucks. No, your whole life doesn't suck. There's a few things that suck. They happen to be happening at the same time. It's kind of like a perfect storm. It does suck. It is a shitty time. But you're going to get through it. And if you have the right attitude, not only are you going to get through it, but it's going to propel you forward. Like for me, they're the hardest times. They're the most painful times. But they're the times that I always look back on later and I'm so appreciative of because in those moments where I'm so uncomfortable and I hate the situation, I hate how I feel, it motivates me the most to create change and to fix it. Like if I don't like a situation, well then change the situation. Start making some sort of steps towards changing it. So, you know, for people going back to fitness because we're kind of like drifting a little, right, right, right. but it's all the same stuff. Right, right. If you look in the mirror and you don't like the way you look or if you put your pants on and they're super tight, you know, it feels like the button's going to explode off. Instead of like trying to make yourself feel better about it, which is what a lot of people do, you'll even joke about it. you got a million jokes about how like it's kind of like your justification, how you feel OK about I'll being my, heavier. I'll tell my th I'll tell my theory in a little bit. Yeah. So instead of making yourself feel better about right, it, right. just go ahead and say it. Fuck it. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be this way. Kind of almost like just wallow in it the, for a bit. The, the jokes run. It's run its course. You know, for me, for five years to be you know, involved here and you're like the, the chubby guy and you always say, yeah, well, chicks like the chubby guy, you know, yep. because that's the guy when I take off my shirt. And when some guy like Whitney takes off his shirt, the girl's going to look at me. and She's like, all right, I'm the I'm the show. I'm the show. Not this guy with the six pack abs and everything. But but really, that's not even funny anymore. Well, you know, and it's look. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I mean, you can crack jokes and, you know, you can divert the attention. It's not about anybody else. It's only about you. Right. Like, you know, when you tell me that, I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks, but I care how you think and what you think about yourself. Right. You know, I want you to be able to look in the mirror and whatever that ideal, you know, image is, I want you to, you know, feel good about it. I... Uh, so, you know, sometimes you just have to embrace it and say, hey, I don't like this. I don't like this situation. And that's motivation to change because if you were comfortable, then you'd probably also be complacent. You wouldn't change. You wouldn't have that motivation to change. So we talk about motivation. Where does it come from? A lot of times it just comes from, you know, being unhappy with your current situation. Now, let me tell you. So you're one of these people that preach, you know, create a routine, you know, consistency and everything. So look, kind of getting back to my issues here with hitting a plateau, hitting that dip right now, I, I'm in that plateau. So I'm reading on things of what are some different things I can do to get past it. I told you right now I turn, I just turned 32. This is going to be my last transformation. I'm not going to go back up or go back down again. But before I do that, I need to set the right habits. So the habits I'm creating right now, they're working temporarily. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not the sustainable one. It's not the one where I can pit, put like you or Whitney where I just can pit, hit that auto button because like you said, I don't think my workouts are intense enough yet. I don't think my nutrition is locked down enough yet. I don't think I'm mentally ready to sustain this kind of lifestyle. If I said to sustain right now, okay, I might not look like shit, but I'm not going to have that. When I take off my shirt in the mirror, I'm not going to like the person that I see. Right. So some of the things that I read, um, which I think you can agree with, shocking your workout. 
not only shocking your workout, but shocking your nutrition too. switching it up a bit and to do it. Maybe I'm not even at that point yet where I need to like start switching my, my workout, but those are just some of the things, um, start researching periodization. I think that's a little bit more advanced later on, kind of going like high days, low days, specifically when it comes to training, because I feel strong. I feel, you know, good. Like I'm gripping the weight, but I'm still doing the same exercises almost at the same rep range and things like that. So what are some tips that you have? Like, let's say in the gym that I could kind of get past those, get past those plateaus. You know, it's interesting because through all the years of working out and I hear people come to me and they're like, Hey, I just read about this. Hey, I just read about that. And you know, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And you know, you'd be shocked that what gets you there is the basic stuff. It's not all these fancy techniques. And when I, you know, you're talking about like shocking your nutrition plan or periodization. Well, same thing. That's just, you know, coming in with, you know, a new routine, shocking your body. What it all says to me is just not being comfortable. Like you always have to just push yourself. And if, if you go into the gym and you're just going through the motions and it's comfortable, then you're obviously not challenging yourself enough to create change. So you don't have to like research some sort of new strategy, but you do have to make yourself uncomfortable. Like if you're not going out into the gym and pushing yourself, you're not going to see change in your nutrition plan. If it's not a little bit uncomfortable at first, then you're probably not doing the right things to create change. So it, it, it all boils back down to these like same really basic principles. Like if you're comfortable, equate that with no change. If you're uncomfortable, you know, start to associate that with the opportunity to change, to propel you forward. I think that was the the issue was I was getting comfortable with this routine. It, it was a routine that, or it was a, a, a routine that I hadn't had before. So for me in two months of doing some form of intermittent fasting, um, which to me it's, it's worked. I know how, you know, different people have different ways to it, but for me, I rarely don't eat in the morning. I don't eat in the morning. Usually by the time I'm working out, I feel good, but I did get comfortable with the routine. And that's the minute the comfort hit was when the gain stopped. So look, and there's nothing wrong with getting comfortable to a point and then like hitting a plateau. There is such thing as a good plateau. Like right now, I'm not trying to get bigger. I'm not trying to get stronger. I'm not trying to get more ripped. I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just pretty happy right where I'm at, and I want to stay where I'm at so I can divert my energy into other things that are more productive and more important to me right now. There was a point where my fitness goals were the most important thing to me. Now they're not. doesn't mean I want to let them slide, but I don't want to put all my energy into that. I'm not one-dimensional. I'm not just a workout guy. Yeah. It's not all I have going on in my life. So I don't want to you know, put all my time and energy into it, and that's why I don't want to talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. People you know, think that that's all I want to talk about is working out. It's the last thing James I want to talk James, the fitness guy. That's the last thing I want to talk about. When I was young and I was getting into it and I was trying to you know, push myself, that's all I wanted to talk about. Just like if I want to you know, start a business or, or do anything new – that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to invest my time and my thoughts, my energy into it. And by nature, I'm going to end up talking about it a lot. So it just depends on what stage you're at right now, where your goal is, you know, where you want to get to and how fast you want to get there. If you want to get there really fast and you want to make drastic change, well, then you're going to have to put a ton of energy into it and you're going to have to push yourself crazy hard and you're going to have to make yourself really, really uncomfortable. If you want to make a little bit of change and you want to do it over a long period of time, well, then you can put a little bit of effort into it and make yourself just slightly uncomfortable. Right, right. 
It just depends on what you want and how fast you want it and what level you want to take it to. It seems like when we're talking about two different things, it seems like I'm not going to say it compared to this, but it seems like you're happy with your flat zone. I'm in my flat zone. I'm unhappy. And you've reached this flat zone where you're actually happy. What's the difference? Like, I mean, I know I'm not in the best shape, but don't you feel like you kind of want to break out of that sometimes? Every, or? Periodically. So like my flat zone. So I've got certain criteria for my flat zone where it's like that, that acceptable range. Right. Right. So when I look in the mirror, I still want to, you know, still want to have a certain amount of shoulders, certain amount of arms, certain amount of chest and still see some abs. Right. Right. Not like crazy. At least abs. four of them. But if I can flex them and they're still in the mirror, then right. I'm not totally, you know, unhappy. Is that your check? Is that like your. That's my check. Uh, right. Yeah. Got to hit the car. Little morning check. And that's if, when you hit the, the bike real quick for a day or two. And there's times where, you know, right. where I've gotten a little out of that comfort zone or not comfort zone. I'm preaching about not being in your comfort zone, but, uh, you know, there's times where I've been driving and, you know, didn't have my shirt on. Like I went to the beach, jumped in the car without my shirt on. I'm driving kind of slouched over and looked down and it's kind of like, you know, you want to like grab your belly button and do like, you've you got know, the little the, skinny bike tires. You want to do the, like the talking <laughs> belly button. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like that. I don't right. like the talking belly button, but I uh, no, it's, it's, what it boils down to is finding a level that you feel really comfortable in your own skin. Right. And that's what it boils down to. So where I'm at right now, I'm super comfortable in my own skin. I'm not self-conscious at all. I could go to the beach and I'm going to be cool. You know, wherever I go, I've, I feel fine. Like I don't, you know, worry about how I look. I like the way I look. I'm not worried about being bigger or changing anything just because other people think I should. And that's, Frankly, the only thing that I never liked about competing is that it's based on someone else's criteria of what looks good, not right. your own criteria. As a business owner, though, or of a you know top five sports nutrition company, does that pressure ever get to you a little bit of just making sure you have a certain physique or a look? I mean, look now, well, in, in in a good way, I've used it to my advantage. I've used it as, as motivation. Right. Yeah. I, I feel that you should represent that if this is your indus industry, then you you should take it serious. Like if you want to be a personal trainer, but you let your own health go. Right. What message does that send? Right, right. So, yeah, I, I feel that there is a responsibility to live a certain lifestyle. It just happens to be the lifestyle that I like. So it, it, it allows me to put a healthy amount of pressure on myself. You can marry marry both of them and not be, you know. But I'm, I'm always looking for that. I'm always looking for, you know, that extra motivation. When I helped Kirby and Mike, that was half for myself too because it's just a motivation to hold myself accountable because the only way that you can lead is to lead by example. So if I'm going to put all this pressure on these guys and say you have to eat this way and you have to train this way and train at this level, this intensity – well, then I've got to do the same. So at that particular time, I was looking for a motivation to challenge myself. Like I went from being kind of in my comfort zone where I'm at right now to saying, hey, I want to step step up my game a little bit. And and look, shortly thereafter, I ended up doing the Arnold there competing because right. I, yeah. I had already been pushing myself. And so it just really depends on what your goal is, where your head's at at the time and what else you have going on. Because, you know, we talk about your priorities in life and none of those things are fixed. Whatever your priority is today, three months from now or six months from now, something else might take precedence over that. So it's always kind of like in flux, in motion, right? And we've talked about the same thing with balance. Like what the fuck is balance? <laughs> what does that even mean? Because it's like 
balance should just be a life goal. Like you should just look at the end of your life and say, yeah, through it all, you know, I was able to find some sort of crazy balance between, you know, my career and my my own like personal like aspirations as far as traveling or whatever and being a good parent and being a good friend. Like somewhere in all that there was balance. But like on a daily basis, there's no such thing. On a weekly basis, it's kind of all over the board depending on, you know, what's going on and what's important to you at the time. If you want to like go build a business, it takes a crazy amount of time and energy to get that thing off the ground. Your fitness goals are going to suffer a little bit, right? So if your fitness goals are super important, well, then other things are going to suffer just slightly. So it just really depends on what else is going on in your life at the time too and how important is this goal really? Because if it's super important to you, you'll prioritize it. You'll make it happen. You won't make excuses. You'll push through the low points. If it's not really important to you, yeah, the first excuse that comes along, the first you know, little adversity, yeah, you're going to quit. So just speaking of that, I'm going to piggyback off of that a little bit, talking about time and energy. Um, someone like me, well, I work here. I can listen to you you know, every day, been in it for five years, so I can make those changes without making any excuses. There's going to be a lot of people watching this and a lot of people watching it later on that are brand new to this fitness game. And their first introduction to it, it's 30-day challenges, mm-hmm. you know, it's 21-day quick fix and all that stuff. Yeah. That's going to naturally, if I do this 30-day challenge while I'm watching, you know, huge broham over here that had the crazy sick abs in 30 days, um, but I didn't get those same results, I've already lost. I've already failed. I've already failed at fitness in my first introduction into it. So we also have to deal with some of the social stuff, I think. How do you think people can combat just some of those social stigmas? So it's really hard to manage your expectations when – You don't know what to expect, right? So you're trying to set some sort of benchmark compared to other people. And we all know we should never measure ourselves against other people. But still, you're trying to figure out what's realistic. Okay, in 30 days or in 90 days, what's realistic to go from where I'm at to where I want to go to? Like, what can I really accomplish? How much weight can I lose? How much muscle can I build? How much stronger can I get in my bench press? So you're naturally going to watch other people. And the problem is... Yes, a lot of shit on social media is just that. It's shit. It's a bunch of bullshit. People hyping stuff up. You've got, you know, we've never we never ever talk about things like, you know, anabolic steroids and all that. But look, here's the problem with it. It sets a different kind of expectation. If you want to go that route, well, then you can get different results in a different period of time. If you want to go a different route, it doesn't mean you can't get great results, and I think that's the biggest stigma about it's people think well unless I do this then I can't look like that yeah that's true to a certain level I mean like a guy like me at five foot nine I'm never going to be 270 pounds right natural never ever 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 but it doesn't mean that you can't be 175 180 pounds and have abs and look good and feel good feel strong and all that stuff yep but the big thing is it changes your timeline right so the results that you can get in 90 days are are different. And so that's one of the challenges with it is, you know, setting an expectation of what you can achieve in that period of time. So it just comes down to like, you know, what what steps are you willing to take? Are you going like all in? And if you are, you have to really ask yourself why? Because if your goal is only to be five foot nine, 180 pounds, well then just do it the right way and just take your time, be patient. You know, it, it you don't have to have it overnight. 
Right. And it's worth it too. It's worth it to do it the right way. It's going to last longer. You're going to be healthier. But I mean, that's a whole separate conversation, but I only bring it up for the sake of managing expectations right. because if we're talking about frustration or disappointment, where does disappointment comes from? Well, disappointment comes from failed expectations. Mm -hmm. So if I get something stuck in my head of what I think is possible because I saw someone else do it and then I can't live up to that same standard, then yeah, if I look at, at myself and say, well, what's wrong with me? You know, he could do it. Why can't I do it? And that's why I get kind of bummed out about the stuff that I see on social media and, and some of the deception that I see out there is only because they're setting an expectation for other people. And so it's leading to a lot of frustration. And for It's not good for their business either because, you know, you're only going to have on – we've seen companies that have completely collapsed because of the failed expectations that they set not only for themselves but for their audience. You know, they hired a bunch of models, a bunch of 30-day plans, a bunch of quick solutions – and um, I guess that was a quick solution for them, you know? Well, a lot of it, you know, unfortunately, a lot of it becomes, you know, like an illusion. It's, it's a money grab. I, I feel, well, and, and we're, in the, we're in the fitness industry where you know, a thousand new supplement companies are out there a day. But I think the advice that I would give everyone, besides going to bpisports.com for your information, but, but is to find, become a resourceful person become good at that finding the the good information out there finding the reliable information well, it's, it's hard for people where do you go where do you go to find good information and how do you sort through it how do you filter through that how do you discern what's good information what's bad information who's being honest with you who's misleading you like you said just to make a quick buck it's tough these days amazon reviews that's what my mom would go to. She'll but read even, what a hundred other people have said but, about but that it, same thing. But being in the industry, you and I know that, you know, we've seen that where that even that's a big manipulation. You've got, you know, one brand that'll, you know, hire people to go give another brand bad reviews, hmm. you know, and then at the same time to go give themselves good reviews. So it's getting tougher and tougher for people. There may be more visibility than there's ever been, but it's getting tougher and tougher to try to figure out what's true and what's not true. And it's interesting to me. I wonder if, especially in the fitness industry, if, you know, credible sources of information might come back, you know, full circle. So like I used to have to go to the magazines, Muscle and Fitness and all the different magazines because you couldn't find all this stuff on social media and on the Internet. But now there's this plethora of information, but so much of it is just crap absolute crap and people take it as fact because they look at the person the person look you know they're jacked right they got a six-pack they're in awesome shape and they're like look at me i did it and so people take him as an authority say yeah, well he sure. looks great he must know what he's talking he has about. a transformation picture that's all you need to to realistically and in a fucked up kind of way all you need is somebody that lost if i lost 100 pounds i guarantee you i'll be selling supplements and and so, you know, it's, so it's funny in the competitive world. So in the bodybuilding, the fitness scene, you see the same thing. So you'll see someone <coughs> who comes in for the first time to do a show. They don't know what they're doing. Just like the first time I ever did a show, I didn't know what I was doing. So they don't know how to diet. They don't know how to pose. They don't know anything. So they go find someone who's like a mentor or a coach or whatever. Someone teaches them. Then pretty soon they've done two or three shows. And now all of a sudden they're a coach. And they're out there doing people's diets. And so, and this is the way you see it go. People that, I mean, I've been doing it long enough. Now I've seen this cycle over and over and over and over. And it's like, yeah, someone does a show and all of a sudden, you know, they're an expert and they're out there coaching someone else. So I think at some point you're going to see that come become more fashionable is, you know, going back to credible sources, you know, where there's some sort of filter there where, you know, you, 
look, anybody can post anything on YouTube. Anybody can post anything on Instagram. But to be published, you know, in a magazine, for them to actually pay you to go write an article, you know, there's some sort of criteria. For the editor to be like, I'm going to put your, we're going to print thousands and thousands of copies of your words on there. It's different than me just going on Instagram. But it's, it's tough because I hear people, you know, everyone's got a comment. Everyone's got an opinion about things, and it's usually because they heard someone else say it. And, you know, a lot of the times, some of the most opinionated people that are out there on social media and on the Internet, the people that are the most vocal about their opinions are the ones that know the least. But because they're so vocal and they're so confident in it, overly confident for no reason. The name of the game. Other people believe them. And so then there's just like a lot of just just a lot of crap out there. And it, you know, it just kind of floats around. And then so you get all these comments and it just kind of wears me out, to be honest, because, again, I'm not the guy who says, hey, I'm the fitness guy. Like, I don't want to talk about fitness all day, every day. And I don't want to debate, you know, if I if I give someone a tip and say, hey, this worked for me, I've been doing it for 20 years and it seemed to work okay for me for 20 years. And I'm going to share it because I want to put out, you know, something helpful then to sit there and feel like I've got to defend it and debate it, I just I know that's it's exhausting. Of, that's some of your turnoff for, for it is a turnoff for me. It's kind of funny because it's like I'm giving you this information for free. I'm not I'm, looking for like, anything out I've of it. I've tested it for 25 years. I'm not like hiding. There's not you know uh, an upgrade or a platinum package to this. This is the real deal. Like whatever questions I hear, you guys ask. I'm giving you the information. And I'm not even doing it for notoriety. It's it's not my thing. I mean, right. you know me well right, enough right, right. at this point that uh, – We're not even doing this for – this is really – this was me asking for your help. This episode is, is a perfect example of how, you know, what why we started this was my quest to be a better person not only in my life but in fitness and in, you know, in, in business. So mm-hmm. people have to understand that we're, we're doing this just not only because we have fun doing it and we're kind of unlocking more and, you know, makes BPI sports look good because, you know, we're taking our time to do this. But So with the fitness stuff, the fitness frustrations, you want the short answer? You want the solution to it? You said it, Yars. You already said it. Steroids. <laughs> that was in the, you said it. I wrote that down already. No, but what are, what is the quick, the, easy answer? Well, I didn't say quick and easy. Okay, that's what I – you see how my yeah, mind works. Yeah, there, 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 there is no quick and easy. It, you know, in my mind, nothing good comes quick and easy. Uh, it all takes consistency and hard work. Mm-hmm. And But the way through it, the way through the frustration, especially when you feel like you're in that low point, you're feeling bogged down, is that's when you just got to go back to your plan and you just got to do it. Just check it off the list. Stop thinking about it so much. Stop letting it weigh on you. Stop overanalyzing it. Just stick to your fucking plan and just keep doing it. Don't quit. That's it. Just keep going. And eventually you're going to climb out the other side. And that's when, you know, like don't change your plans when you're at a low point. Everyone wants to like reevaluate their plans when they're at this low point. Like that's the worst time to ever like go through and try to like change all your strategies. First of all, you're not even in the right mindset to come up with, you know, to make really good decisions because you're kind of at this low point even emotionally as well. And when you're you're coming from a point where you're maybe nervous or you're fearful or all these different, you know, negative emotions are running through your mind, that's going to affect the decisions that you make. So at that point, it's just just trudge along, just keep doing. When you come out the other side, then you can kind of reevaluate and say, okay, sh- shook that off. All right, you know what's next here. But uh, my best advice is just don't get so bogged down in stuff and stop 
analyzing and, you know, especially with fitness plans. You know what people do when they're frustrated with a fitness plan? They've invested, let's say they've gone in and it's a 12-week plan and they're halfway through. So they're six weeks into the plan and they look in the mirror. They feel like they really haven't seen a lot of progress. They go and they look for another plan. Another 12-month program to start in the beginning. Yeah. So they, they program hop. They jump from one plan to the next plan to the next plan. And the problem isn't the plan. The problem is in your execution of the plan and just sticking to the plan. I think a few times I've felt that where it's – especially with – if I'm like following the – let's say I'm following the James Grage 12 weeks to, you know, whatever. And by week six – I feel like it's a deck of cards I'm building my physique. And then once that one card falls, I'm just like, all right, I've already lost. Especially with weight loss. It's not fucking rocket science yeah. at all. <laughs> Calorie Look, intake? Calorie output. I'll, I'll prove it. Watch, uh, you know, old episodes of Survivor. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they're, they're out there <laughs> running around, trying to find food, doing all these obstacle course challenges right. and not eating. Every one of them loses weight. You ever see anyone like not lose weight? Have you ever seen anyone on that show not lose no, weight? No, it's guaranteed. Guaranteed. The guy that's losing weight, I mean, they Any find out. If the one guy sustained his weight, they find out where his berry source is or something. Anybody can lose weight. Right. Anybody. Right. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It's going to be a bitch. Like being hungry or feeling hungry is a bitch. It's a horrible feeling. But guess what? You're not dying. Going into the gym, no matter how hard the workout is, or if you go have a trainer push you, you may feel like you're dying. You're not dying. You right? live and you'll feel I I can promise you as a as a heavier dude, you're gonna feel a lot better afterwards. No matter what, those muscle cramps, that you know, stinging pain when you're running on the cardio machine, when you come out of the other side, you're feeling so much better. See people tell me that I'm unsympathetic. They're like, Well, you don't know. You don't know you know, my health condition, you don't, this genetics, you don't know this, you don't know what's going on in my life. You're right, I don't know. But I'm not doing any, doing you any favors by being sympathetic either and sugarcoating shit right. and just telling you the stuff that you want to hear so you feel better about not doing the things that you need to do to create change in your life. Right. It's like, stop fucking feeling sorry for yourself, stop making excuses, and just go do it. And it's really kind of that simple. It's like it, you don't have to do some sort of crazy plan. What? Do we, that's okay. <laughs> Getting a phone call in the middle of uh, a um, podcast. But so the two things that I'm going to take away from this, tell me if I was smart or stupid. When I, when I do hit it to not change everything but maybe adjust my goals a little bit to hit that new kind of um, – to get past that plateau – and also accepting that there will be plateaus. I think there's a, that's a big part of it that I think I want people here to take. You're going to hit those low points. It's not, it's not when you're grinding at the top. It's when you're grinding when you're in that dip, that yeah, and, flat and, point. And you don't have to anticipate it. You don't have to anticipate the dips coming. It's not like you have to see them coming. Just know when they happen. You say, hey, it happens. So now let me just try to, you know, figure out what what got me here in the first place, what's causing this dip. It's like, you know, the thing that we did in Utah, the presentation. Let me evaluate the situation. Is there something I can extract out of this, something I can, you know, learn from this that's going to make me better or stronger? Mm -hmm. Let me strip my emotion out of it so I don't have a little pity party here. Right. And let me start climbing out the other side. But, yeah, guaranteed you're going to have dips. I have them all the time. They kick my ass just like they kick anyone else's. I just have, you know, a set of tools, a strategy that I use to pull myself out the other side. I have to. Otherwise, I would, you know, feel I'd feel that same funk that everybody feels. My goal is to start, you know, 
getting that and to sustain it. I think that's going to be um, a lifelong thing for me. But I think these small conversations are also helping me. You just so, got to make it important enough. That's what I'm working on. All right. So just to wrap this up a little bit, we have a couple exciting things, actually. If you're listening to us on Spotify, guess what? We're on, We're Spotify. on Spotify. Yeah. So, but more important things than that, if you go to jamesgrage.com right now, we have an actual giveaway on there that you'll be able to see right on the website. So there's some some clarification. So if you go to the website, if you go to jamesgrage.com, there's a sign up. And then that's all you have to do. Just enter your information. There's no obligation. What we're going to do is every week, we're going to do a giveaway. So if you sign up this week, you don't need to sign up next week. But if you're hearing this for the first time, then just sign up that one time. And then every single week, we're just going to pull from that list and randomly pick winners. There's no science to it. Right. It's all computer generated. It's going to randomly pick winners. I think we're going to do, uh, I want to say five a week. Yeah. So uh, random random prize packages every week. It's going to include BPI stuff. So some BPI swag, BPI supplements, and you know we'll mix it up here and there. But uh, it's just, you know, it's a really cool way for BPI to give back to you guys and uh, say thank you. Appreciate the support. So besides the Spotify stuff, we also have new episodes up on iTunes. Mm -hmm. So if you guys were asking us, hey, you guys haven't updated in a little while. Yeah, we stalled that a little. Yep, we put six new episodes up. Well, up to seven new episodes up right now. We'll put three more up this week. But go catch up on everything. Before you know it, we'll be at episode 31, which will be our first exclusive to iTunes. podcasting itunes straight audio except we'll continue except on we'll con- ig we'll, we'll still be on ig live just, just not you just not youtube yeah so what i'm gonna ask you guys to do right now is to head over to itunes and go ahead and subscribe to james Grage theory on itunes we always appreciate you guys we got our first fucking three out of all the fives we got i'm gonna find who that guy is i'm gonna convince him to come back and change that, that really bothered you that really did bother what, me because we had was, a perfect five did you have a comment with it no no comment, just that's a three. Even, that's even worse. Just, whatever. All right. I was a little bummed out about it. Um, but no, uh, but make sure you go on there, subscribe, give us your feedback on there. That's the one thing. Be honest with us. As long as it's a five, you can be honest. But comment below on here as well. <laughs> Did you just say as long as it's a five? <laughs> as long as it's a five, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to you out. You can say a negative comment. Just make sure it's a five and then we'll still read it and listen to it. Also, if you go to, there's a new episode last week of, of ATT, Advanced Training Techniques. I think it was Variable Resistance that you were talking about. Um, that video is up live. I think it had to do with squats as well. Um, One other plug that uh, if you guys miss any of the, the content, another hub for a lot of this content that we don't talk enough about is the BPI Sports blog. So all the ATT videos, the advanced train technique videos, they go up on the blog. Even some of these podcasts go up on the blog. So that's another hub if you're missing some of the content. Right. So we got jamesgrage.com. We have bpisports.com. Generally, that's our universe. Mm-hmm. We share, you know, James is gracious enough to share his content with, with us. So we'll be able to do that. Um, also, what else did I have on here? I think that's it. I think we're good. Still, it was a sad and somber day today. But you know what? I think we'll make it through. I hope you're just this sad when I leave. That that, that you'll maybe you, shed a tear. You, you planning on leaving anytime soon? No, I'll probably okay. be I'll probably be pushed out before I leave. I told you I'm here till the wheels fall off. <laughs> unless people, <laughs> the, wheel, the wheels aren't falling off unless cars start to fly. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I feel like one day I'm gonna walk into this building and the building's not gonna be there. That's how I'm not gonna be here anymore. The building's gonna completely move. But until then, you're fucking stuck with me. All right, guys, thank you All guys right. so much. We'll see you next week.